Today we're beginning a new uh, series, and we're going to really focus on this as series about more. And I believe that it is, uh, as we've kind of focused on the, the year of the mouth, we focused on this is the year that you have been waiting for as we begin to look at 5780 and then coming into 2020, that God does desire that you have 2020 vision in 2020, and, and there are some things that we might be able to see. And so uh, I want you to open your Bibles to the book of Psalm 115, verse 12, One, Psalm 115, verse 12, and we're going to jump right into it this morning in the book of Psalm 115. And as we look at this and begin to embark upon what the Word of God talks about as more, it says here that the Lord has been mindful of us. You know what I love about this? It says that the Lord has been, not will be. But he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. And what he has been yesterday, he still is today. And he will be in the future. And so it says the Lord has been mindful of us. Now the word mindful in the Hebrew, it's a beautiful word. And it doesn't just mean that you're on God's mind. But what that word means when it talks about mindful or God has been mindful of us. It is referring to that distinction or it refers to the thought of being distinguished. And so it is telling us that God has you on his mind to distinguish you, to cause you to stand out and to be a person that would command respect and be recognized. Now, I want you to notice here that I did not say demand respect, but I said command respect. Because when someone demands respect, it is an observation then that they are not being respected. And usually, demanding respect comes with a, an ultimatum or some type of punishment. You're going to respect me. But commanding respect, someone can walk into a room and not say anything and yet command respect. And so that's what God is mindful of. And what this particular passage is talking about is that God has you on his mind so that he can distinguish you. He can cause you to be recognized. And so we've got to ask the question then, why does God want you recognized? Why does God want you recognized? He, God wants you to be recognized because he wants you to be recognized as someone in a relationship with him. Someone, he wants you to be recognized as someone who is following him and someone who walks with him. What he does is that he gives evidence that they are in relationship with him. He gives evidence. He gives evidence that they are in relationship with him. So someone who is following him and someone who is walking with him, there is evidence in their lives. What is the evidence? He will bless us. 
That's the evidence. He will bless us. In other words, the blessing that God puts on you is one of the ways he distinguishes you. The blessing that he puts on you is one of the ways he distinguishes you. And so it's important that we recognize that the blessing is not things, but the blessing will produce things. We, we've got to make sure we understand that, that the blessing is not a thing that God does, but the blessing will produce things. In the book of Proverbs, it says that the blessings of the Lord make it you rich and adds no sorrow. And so notice this, the blessing, when it's on you, it does something or it produces something. That word rich is a beautiful word because it not only refers to wealth, it does refer to growth, it refers to wealth, but it also refers to a quality of life. And so the blessings of the Lord mm, will make you rich. It'll produce something. It'll make you wealthy. The blessings of the Lord will cause you to have a greater quality of life. The blessing of the Lord will cause you to have better relationships. The blessing of the Lord will cause you to be promoted. The blessings is not a thing, but it produces a thing. And so it's important in that we recognize that because uh, the blessing is not the evidence, but the thing the blessing produces is the evidence. And so we, we see that and we then now recognize that people will be able to see the quality of your life. They'll be able to see the quality of your relationships, the quality of your family interactions. And those are the distinguishing characteristics that God wants to put on, the, on your life. And he wants to put on the life of every person who is in relationship with him. And so what, what he wants you to be recognized is that you are in relationship with him. And that's what he wants you to do. And that's the reason that God wants to distinguish you. He wants to distinguish you to show the evidence that you are in a relationship with him. When, you show, when, when God shows the evidence that you're in a relationship with him, what he does is he, he blesses you, and that blessing produces something. But the thing the blessing is producing, that God wants you to share that with someone else. Remember he told Abraham that I will bless you, and you will be a blessing. And then those that bless you, I will bless them. And those that curse you, I will curse them. And so what God demonstrates then in a very powerful way that God is saying to you, he's saying to me that you are on my mind and I want to distinguish you. And the way that I will distinguish you is that I will bless you and it will cause evidence to come in your life where others will see, others will hear about it, others will read about the relationship that we have, and because of that, you will share that with them so that they might be in a relationship with me. Now, look at this. He says that he will bless us. Look at verse 13. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. Verse 13 says it like this. 
He will bless those who fear the Lord, both small and great. Now, when it talks about fearing the Lord, it's not really, it's not referring to you're afraid of God. How many of you know that those that you're in relationship with doesn't want you to be afraid of them, that love relationship? But what that means is that you respect God. You honor God. No, so notice this. He will bless those who respect him. He will bless those who honor him. And you cannot respect or you cannot honor God without respecting and honoring his word. Because God's word and he himself, they're the same. And so the way you respect him, the way you honor him is you respect his word and you honor his word. And so what is this blessing that he talks about? He says that I'm going to bless you. He says that I'm going to distinguish you. You're on my mind. And you're on my mind so that I can distinguish you. That I can uh, show evidence in your life that you're in relationship with me so that you can share that with someone else. So the question is, what is the blessing? It says it like this. May the Lord give you increase more and more, you and your children. May the Lord give you what? May the Lord give you what? May the Lord give you what? How much increase? How much? How much? How much? How much is enough? More. So may the Lord give you increase more and more. And not just for you, but it's for you and your children. So God wants to increase you. What is the blessing? The blessing is increase. He puts the blessing upon you, and the blessing will cause you to increase. And not only will you just increase, but it'll be more and more and more. I don't know about you, but aren't you just tired of, of getting up, feeling like in many times that your life is on a hamster wheel where you get up, you brush your teeth, you take a shower, you drink a cup of coffee, you go to work, and you uh, return back home, you eat dinner, you watch TV, you go to bed, and you wake up the next day to do it all over again. And no matter how hard you try, it appears that there is no advancement, there is no uh, movement. But the amazing thing about it, God said these words that there will be a blessing that I will put on your life. And that blessing will cause you to increase more and more. Increase more and more. Look at this. What's interesting is that when you look in, in the body of Christ, that everybody wants to increase. Everybody wants to grow. But somehow, have you noticed this? Somehow when you get saved and um, people will look at you and they'll say that um, you shouldn't want that. They'll look at you and they'll say that you, you, should, you shouldn't want uh, wealth. You should want him. You should, people criticize Christians for having wealth. People criticize uh, ministries because they look at the ministries and they see the vast wealth that comes in and they criticize it. Isn't it interesting, though, but when you're in the world, you're not criticized, but when you come into the kingdom, those that are in the world want to criticize those that are in the kingdom. But everybody wants to grow. Everybody wants to advance. 
And I believe that this is for us, that this is for you, that God will increase you. God will increase your influence. God will increase your impact. The Bible tells us that God says that I will teach you how to profit and the way that you should go. And that word there, profit, it means that I will teach you uh, how to increase. I'll teach you how to grow. I'll teach you how to advance. And I'll teach you the way that you should go. And so what's really important then is that it's important then as a follower of Christ that God says that I'll put a blessing upon your life and that blessing is will cause you to increase more and more. It will be the evidence so that you, are, you command respect, you command influence, and those that see you, that they will recognize that you are in relationship with me. Now, when we recognize that and when we see exactly what is it that God is doing in our lives, then the question that we've got to uh, recognize here is that in order for us to receive it, we've got to honor the word of God and we've got to know how it functions. We've got to honor the word of God and know how it operates. Hebrews chapter 4, let me give you this first. Isaiah chapter 48, verse 17. He says that I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you how to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. Come on, I want you to read that with me together. Let's read it together now. I am the Lord, your God, who teaches you to profit, who leads you by the way you should go. That word profit again means to gain. It means to have an advantage. <laughs> oh my gosh. And God's will is that his people have an advantage. He says that I give you ears to hear and I give you eyes to see. God desires that his people have an advantage over those that are in the kingdom of darkness. And the advantage that God gives you is his word. His word is your advantage. And I want you to notice what it tells us in the book of Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. It tells us like this. For the word of God is living and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword piercing even to the division of soul and spirit and of joints and marrow and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. And so notice this. God gives you his word and his word gives you an advantage over your enemies, over your adversary, over the kingdom of darkness. How do you know? The Bible says, for the word is living. You're living, and many times you want to get in the middle of stuff that you don't need to get in the middle of. All you need to do is use the word. Why? Is because the word is living. When you use the word, you have an advantage over your enemies because the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they're mighty through God to the pulling down of the things that try to be strong against us. And so the word is living. Would you say that with me? The word is living. When you are born again, you have the authority to use the sword of the spirit, which is the what? Which is the word of God. You've got that authority. 
And so the word is living. The word is powerful. <laughs> Look, there are some battles that you don't have to fight. Just send the word. There's some places that you don't have to go. Just send the word. And there are some people that you just need to stop arguing with. And just send the word. Because the word of God is living. The word of God is powerful. And the word of God is sharp. You know what this means? <laughs> the word of God being sharp, it means that it can cut you loose from what's holding you back. That means it can release the stuff that has been held up. The word of God is sharp. And uh, there are some things that have been trying to hold on to you that the word of God can just slice and dice and to free you up. The man or the woman who does not use the word of God, who has been born again, is not using their advantage. And if you're not using your advantage then you'll function like everybody else. That's what God wants you to do, is to use your advantage. And you know what? There are some people, because that word is sharp, there are some people that don't like you. And their soul, their mind, their thoughts are totally against you. But you know what the word does? It'll cut right through that. And although their thoughts are not favorable toward you, their spirit will agree with you because of the word. The word will cut through the very thing that tries to keep you from demonstrating the evidence that God desires. And so the word works. So what God is saying as we prepare for more is to work the word. The word works. God wants you to work the word. The word works. God wants you to work the word. It is living, it is powerful, and it's sharp. And in this year where we've talked about it is the year of the mouth, it's the year of saying that God has given us his word and it is that very word that will cause increase and that will cause us to go to a place of more and more. And it's not just for you. It's for you and 